0: Hello, and welcome to the American Pale Males podcast with one of your hosts, (laughs) Michael, and the other host, the moderately amused Jeremy. Michael, how in the world are you? I'm doing good. Like we mentioned, uh, solstice summer is in full swing. We are. Good weather. Good uh, thunderstorm rolled through, too, the other day. It's been happening here as well. Yeah.
1: I, I like that. During the day. See, I really approve of them at night just another
0: level of white noise on top of the fan <laughs> and the That's air nice, conditioner. too. Yeah. Yeah. I like observing, being able to observe the uh, goings-on with the lightnings and the rains and stuff, though, from time to time.
1: True. The sky is an odd shape of uh, taupe mo. <laughs> it's a little... Yeah. Un- like, I only have... I'm looking through the drapes uh-huh. or the blinds or whatever these things are, <laughs> and it
0: looks unsettling. But enough of that nonsense. Hit me with the beer brag. Beer brag, yes. Uh, I have an interesting one, but I'm going to save it for when we do a certain sleeper beer, because this one was very similar. So I'm looking for... that. So that's a beer tease for a couple weeks from now. But I had Unsettled from Central Waters Brewing Company. Interesting. A hazy IPA. Uh Uh-huh. So this was the first hazy IPA that i've had on tap in a long time. You know, i think we had at least one or maybe two. We've had a few bottled on the show and mm-hmm. you know, i think the thesis that we took away from having those was it has to be on tap to be superb. i think that's fair. Yeah. And this was good. It had strong aroma, strong flavor and very little bitterness, which is something i can get on board with. Mm-hmm. No spray paint effect. Still nice, strong, hot flavors. I really liked it. Uh, You know, I can't really compare it to too much because I don't have hazies too often. But being on tap, probably elevated to like top three (laughs) (laughs) out of maybe like eight that I've had. It was um, good to get back on board. I think probably the last one I had on tap was when we had one at Reunion. And that was just a flight. That was was, uh,
1: a juice factory or was it Yeah, tank puncher? That's what it was.
0: Yeah. Oh, Tank Puncher we had on the show. That one was really good. Even uh, that was a can. That was good. True. But, um this one really popped, you know, had that draft pop. Mm-hmm. So it was a good one.
1: I don't see Central Waters on tap around here very often. I see the bottles everywhere. Oh, really? But I don't I don't see them on tap all that much.
0: Yeah. I think they're, you know, they're not nano size, but they're a smaller outfit. Obviously big enough to get into cans and stuff. But um, yeah, maybe a distribution thing. I don't know. Well, Michael,
1: I see your IPA, hmm. and I raise you a
0: collaboration between
1: Barrel Theory of St. Paul, Minnesota, mm-hmm and Toppling Goliath Brewing Company.
0: Oh, well, I'm surprised TG would collaborate. They've done they it before. They seem so
1: protective. They, they kind of do. I feel like they also have one called Gamma Gamma Ray that was a collaboration, but I'm not 100% Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. I had Dolphin Sparkles. Was this a Glitter Beer? It was not a Glitter Beer, but that would have been a perfect time to do so. Uh Yeah, this is a pretty spectacular double IPA from our good friends at Top and Goliath. Yet again, they nail the the feel, they nail the carbonation, they nail the look, they nail the aroma, they nail the flavor. I I feel like at this point it's just kind of splitting hairs between the different ways that they do it well. Is this a Golden Nugget? Is it a pseudo suit? hmm It's almost like determining which uh, Sex in the City character you are at some point. <laughs> this one is between Pseudo-Sue and Golden Nugget. Okay. It's uh, not just Citra Bomb, but it, it mm-hmm. feels like it is close. It's it's very good. It hides a 7.3 real well. Wow. Yeah. I, I loved it. Check it out if you can find it.
0: Any uh, idea of what the hops are in it, or...? Uh, I have been looking for these things,
1: and I'm not going to say that I'm looking for it terribly hard. But I have been looking for it. But I'm not seeing it on their website. I don't know what hops are on there. If I had to guess, I'd say Mosaic Citra and maybe
0: some sort of traditional bittering hop. Okay, Jeremy, Mm -hmm. I teased it last week. Since we're staying for our Iowa Road Trip series, Mm -hmm. where we're hitting up a lot of Iowa breweries this summer, uh, we're staying in Cedar Rapids for this week. Last week we had Tag from Lion Bridge. We did, and we will reveal this week's beer momentarily. But first, we have to stop at a few roadside attractions. Okay. In Cedar Rapids now. The city of five smells. Yeah, <laughs> you were one step ahead of me. Now, <laughs> this is from roadsideamerica.com, the website that <laughs> quote find oddities and tourist attractions. And so this is, like, stuff you wouldn't find on, like, TripAdvisor that Uh people found important enough to list on this quirky website. Now, I found out about this website some time ago when I was in southern Wisconsin, and I drove by, like, this county road. I drove by this tree that was painted to look like Bart Simpson. That's pretty great. And I'm going to send you the link to that now. Thank you. Uh, When I got home, I'm like, I wonder what that tree is all about. I'm going to Google... Bart Simpson tree, Wisconsin, and this website popped up. So maybe I'll put a link to that or tweet that out so people get an idea of what this website's all about. <laughs> that tree just looks so
1: janky. Um, It'd be like if you and I tried to make a Bart Simpson tree, except if we had a little bit more of a uh, artistic flair. I don't know. You're good at right. You're good at uh,
0: like Photoshop and stuff. I think if we tried to draw Bart, it would look like that. Yeah, I can't draw. <laughs> Neither can I. Um, yeah, so it's this really screwy-looking Bart on the roadside. And so here are some kind <laughs> of equivalent things that came up when I looked up Cedar Rapids. Oh, boy. And you can tell me, since you have frequented the city, if you've seen these. we Will do. First thing is the Flying Weenie Plane. I've never even heard of it. There's a vintage airplane perched atop this local hot dog restaurant. Yeah, Well, not a vibe, Almost like a crop duster or something. <laughs> ah, does that look familiar? Uh, no, but okay. that's in a, uh, I feel
1: like that's not in the greatest part of town. Okay. Okay. It, it looks, I mean, it's very clearly an old auto repair shop.
0: Oh yeah, with the garages yeah. there.
1: I mean, so is Guildwurst, my beloved bratwurst place here in town, but, so that's not necessarily a bad thing, but, uh, I don't oh. know, I, I don't think I trust, uh, hot dogs and hot dog restaurants. Uh, side
0: note about, about, uh, Guildwurst. Yes. Uh, so I was recently in Iowa City this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh.
1: Ships in the night, man.
0: Yeah. We, we didn't, we didn't meet up, but I was there for a wedding, lots of relatives, uh, rave reviews for Big Grove. Rave reviews for that place, Jeremy, from the elders. Good. We did take you there, right? Yeah. Okay. After. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And also a uh, local uncle of the show his favorite spot is Guildwurst for beers. It's very good. I also had
1: their uh their take on an orange wheat beer called Orange Laforge. They called mm-hmm. it a Belgian wheat, but I knew what it was. <laughs> anyway, back to the uh, roadside attractions.
0: Yes. Um maybe you've seen these, Jeremy. I don't know if you've ever been to the airport there. I many times. Quote, these are probably the strangest sculptures I've ever seen. They're in Cedar Rapids at the entrance to the airport, and I thought they looked like three giant airplanes that crashed nose-first in the ground. Turns out they're supposed to be seagulls.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, they're pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's They don't look like seagulls. They look like seagulls
0: in the same way that that tree kind of looks like Bart Simpson, except less so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Here's a, a humdinger for you. The last slabs of the seedling mile. <laughs> I... I You're you're, you're
1: speaking in a different language to me, Michael. I don't know where
0: any of this is. I looked up the Seedling Mile on Wikipedia. I still don't get it. I think it was a kind of grassroots effort to build a highway across America. That (laughs) failed, or at least this section failed. And now it looks like a path that a dog is walking on. From roadsideamerica.com.
1: The Seedling Mile was a gimmick to show taxpayers how nice the Lincoln Hideway would be if taxpayers would pay to pave all the other miles. The highway was eventually rerouted, leaving this tiny, blocked-off original section abandoned and, now, preserved as a monument. That's very, very stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Jeremy, the Tree of Five Seasons, Mm -hmm. a 60-foot stainless steel tree on the bank of the river. This tree is for Cedar Rapids, the City of Five Seasons. I noticed that's even on this bottle that we're going to have here shortly. Oh, really? Yeah. I have a koozie on it. Oh, there's a uh, Cedar Rapids skyline there, or at least disparate buildings put together to look like a skyline, and that sculpture is on there as well. Interesting.
1: I have seen this
0: thing. Okay. Jeremy? Michael? Can you go into why they call it the City of Five Smells? So there are a number of... uh manufacturing plants in
1: it downtown uh most notably quaker oats and believe it or not grain runoff i don't know what the the proper term is uh it can cooking grain it's yeah i don't know it's it's not quite you know i almost want to say wort i was I'm, i'm trying not to say that yeah very very hard um but it's a rancid, like, hot cream of wheat smell. Uh-huh. Um, it can be awesome when they're making crunch berries, because then all of downtown smells like crunch berries. Yes. But it's generally no good. It's right. It's kind of rancid. I don't know what, what they are particularly doing at those points in time, but it is
0: gross. You can even uh, pick it up as you, if you're just driving in the interstate.
1: Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's that strong. It's not subtle.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's very much there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty gross. Michael, ha- so these are some weak roadside attractions. <laughs> oh, sure. And I realize that the idea is to just be like the weird crap on the side of the road. Like, I imagine Roswell, New Mexico has countless yeah, oh, yeah. awesome versions of this. What is the best one that you've come across in your travels? A uh, weird thing? Or just roadside attraction.
0: When I was up in Minneapolis, there is a water tower that is very prominent. And they call it the Witch's Hat, because it looks like it has a witch's hat on it. That's cool. Towards St. Paul. Yeah,
1: I've never actually explored St. Paul, and only recently have I explored Minneapolis. It's
0: a good town. It is a good town. I do have a cool thing about Cedar Rapids here. Oh, okay. A cool roadside attraction that was listed on atlasobscura.com. I like that website. Yes, more uh, worthwhile attractions, Mm -hmm. um, I guess, depending on your approach. But there is an island in the middle of the Cedar River, which bisects the city, where the city hall, the jail, and some other government building is on. Although I think one might no longer be in service because that island was flooded in 2008, as we have discussed on the show before. Uh, It sure was. But yeah, it's really cool uh, if you look at an aerial picture of that. Uh, it's just like this slim little island in the middle mm-hmm. of a river that has these substantial buildings, some of which are on this bottle in front of me, too. It's kind of like a dumb version
1: of Alcatraz. <laughs> right. You could very easily swim off to the land and get off the island without killing yourself on the rocks. Yes, and there's no sharks
0: that we know of. Right. Oh my god, I'm looking at these flood pictures. It's yeah, that's intense, not an island, man. No. That's high. Uh
1: they still haven't rebuilt everything and that was 11 years ago, man.
0: That, yeah. That was that was a big deal. They
1: only reopened the
0: the union like a year ago. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's a year ago only? Maybe more than that. Okay. Yeah, that's where the wedding was. I was at. So, mhm. So there you go. Uh Jeremy, unless you have any other things to say about Cedar Rapids, we've turned into a weather podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just want to point that out. Maybe during the uh, beer itself, you can talk about this brewery and the area, as I believe the name of the beer might refer to an area. It's close, I think. Should we just get into the FDR and get sidetracked about the city if we want to?
1: Let's do that. The FDR, wherein we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. Michael, what do we
0: got this week? continuing the Iowa road trip series we have from Iowa Brewing Company Bohemian Rapids Czech Pilsner mm.
1: uh so on this road trip we've walked about like 6 blocks north <laughs> For, maybe 1 block east from uh they're very
0: close together Linebridge Line Bridge. to IBC yeah okay
1: it's uh downtown air quotes downtown Cedar Rapids is a fairly compact area but These are sort of, Lionbridge is most definitely in the Czech village, which is a neighborhood of Cedar Rapids that was founded by Czech people. Mm -hmm. Hence the Czech pilsner, the Bohemian Rapids. There's no delightful color text on the website.
0: Yeah, interesting the bottle has more color text than the website. Oh, really? How about you hit me with that one,
1: then I have a question for you. Okay,
0: sure. Uh, Bohemian Rapids. This Bohemian classic showcases the noble hop varietal Saz, Saz, Ooh, Saz. And, yes. Ooh, that was in um, duval wasn't it? Maybe. I believe so. Yeah. Yes, Ooh, it was. I like that one. And its distinctive, earthy, herbal, and spicy flavor—bright, crisp, and hop-forward—a perfect lager for the craft beer fan. Brewed for you in the city of Five Seasons. Na Zdravi. Na Zdravi. Na Okay. That. It's so, it's sort of like
1: Nostrovia.
0: Five point two ABV and forty two IBU. It's fairly bitter for a pilsner, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: Michael, do you uh define Bohemian for me? Um or, or first you can tell me what the word conjures in your mind before you give me a definition.
0: Okay. Bohemian rhapsody. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: go see Rocket Man, it's a better movie. <laughs>
0: To me, the modern definition is hippie maybe a little new age, you know, very um, simple living in a hippie type way, ponchos, hemp things, um, but I believe it originally refers to an area in Oh, I don't want to say the Czech Republic cuz I might be missing the mark there, but in that area.
1: You are missing the mark, Michael. Is it
0: Turkey? Ooh, I better stop. Wrong, wrong <laughs> direction. Other direction. Oh. Romania. me, you got to tell me.
1: Other direct Michael. Other direction.
0: Uh Germany? Thank you, Michael. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it might be Austria. Yeah. Well, Germany wasn't always Germany. Prussia.
1: It's true. I'm currently reading a book called The Death of Democracy, which oh. is all about the fall. It, well, I know, right? <laughs> I, I got tired of all these super cheery books and decided to go down a, a rabbit hole of the fall of Weimar Germany in the late 1920s oh dear. and early na- Yeah, yeah. It's shockingly relevant today. Mm, I imagine. Um, but Google tells me that... Uh, anyways, side note: I got distracted. The reason why I think it's Austrian is because uh, Paul Hindenburg, the German, aging German president in the late 1920s, condescendingly referred to Adolf Hitler as the Bohemian Private mm. because he was in the war and he was. He's
0: from Austria, right?
1: He's not a German, correct? Yeah. But uh, a Bohemian is a socially unconventional person, especially one who is involved in the arts. Air quotes. Warhol and the artists and bohemians he worked with in the 1960s, end quotes, synonyms, nonconformist, unconventional person, beatnik, hippie, avant-gardist, free spirit, dropout, dropout, artistic person, and freak.
0: <laughs> Those are all words we kind of like, I think. Well, some of them. Beatnik, freak.
1: I, I, feel, I feel like a, bo- a bohemian in the modern parlance, would probably be, like, a rich hippie. Okay. Um, like when they're like, oh, those non-conventional, like, ethics professors in a th- non-monogamous thruple up
0: on the hill. <laughs>
1: that sort of thing. Who sang that song, Bohemian Like You? That'd be the Dandy Warhols Oh,
0: book. yeah, that song's stuck in my head now, too.
1: Yeah, it's been stuck in my head as well. <laughs> um, it's, an okay, it's an okay song. Yeah. There's a good movie about them beefing with the Brian Jonestown Massacre but the dandy warhols i think it's called dig exclamation point let me dig this up no pun intended <laughs> after the alternative music boom of the early 1990s two bands chose very different paths to fame portland oregons the dandy warhols led by the self-conscious and career-minded courtney taylor taylor signed with a major label and scored a radio hit after which is bohemian like you San Francisco's Brian Jonestown Massacre, fronted by the abrasive and unpredictable Anton Newcomb, seemingly go out of their way to impede their own rise to fame with a series of increasingly bizarre incidents, including onstage fistfights. It's a solid movie. I highly recommend you all check it That's out.
0: so odd. Such a weird beef. <laughs> it's, what, what are you guys it's doing? So,
1: it's so stupid. <laughs> but anyways... uh. I, I feel like we should probably crack this beer yeah, before we yeah. get into more sidetracks about the etymology
0: of the word bohemian. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, as we're opening this, um, IBC, I think you've been kind of mixed reviews on them, the uh, Iowa Brewing Company? Yeah. Uh, I better really lately? Li-
1: they have been better lately. Uh, they. So their Baltic Porter is called OHA, O-J-A, mm-hmm. and that one was very good, but... Mm. I had an Oreo version of it Mm. where I assume they just threw like truckloads of Oreos (laughs) into the ton because that stuff tasted like Oreos. Um, We had Spicoli from them and the Ah, red thing, which I think they were the Spicoli I had on tap somewhat recently and I was not as impressed as I remember being. Mm
0: -hmm. The red thing was pretty good.
1: The red thing was pretty good, and they I was actually at the brewery the day that they released the Imperial Stout. Don't remember what it was called, but it was very good. Did you go in, Michael? Uh,
0: I haven't gone in. I'm smelling. Sounds like you went in.
1: I, I did. I had uh, too much foam on my, oh, on my Okay.
0: I'll say quickly that it's uh, clear. Almost looks like it's filtered. Nice uh, trickle of bubbles coming up. Pretty effervescent. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can confirm that.
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: The uh, head has essentially dissipated, but it still looks kind of bubbly. I don't know. Mine is... uh Maybe it's the glass, but... Yeah, I picked a weird glass for this, admittedly, but... A chime goblet. <laughs> uh,
1: I am using a footed pilsner, and it looks like a, a beer you would you draw in a cartoon. Oh, like yeah. I see what you're saying. Two fingers of foam. Yellow. It has got that uh earthy, grassy hop. Grassy? Is that ac- accurate?
0: Um Yeah, earthy, grassy... And yeah, I'm still trying to noble. It's, it's for sure noble. Apparently, saz, but it doesn't have that. It's not too spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, like that Duval is really spicy. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I feel like Pilsners can get ahead of themselves with the noble hops. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to have like a zip on it. And this one does not have a zip in front.
0: Right. I will say it's not excessively bitter, even though that high IBU is there. Mm-hmm. There's a nice hop flavor, not so much hop bitterness. Or at least it doesn't leave a too bad of a feeling on your tongue. Mm. There's a little lingering, a little bitterness. bit, but not bad. Um, as far as crispness, which is important for a lager, in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. it's there,
1: but it's not. It's not as sharp as you would like it to be. Right. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I have had this one on tap before somewhere, and I remember really enjoying it, which is part of the reason why I grabbed it. Also, I was trying to run the. Uh, the gamut of styles on this one, so we're not just doing IPAs right. per, your, per your edict.
0: <laughs> well, after that stone pack, mm-hmm. I thought we should mix it up. And plus, again, this could be an entrant into the uh, Lawnmower Man Awards. I mean, it's in that wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's never not going to make me laugh. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I feel like it's not quite as refreshing as it should be. I was going to say, yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe it's a, a long-shot nominee. Um,
1: In an upset.
0: (laughs) I feel like this isn't bad, but I've had better. Agreed. Yeah.
1: And this is kind of the uh, pickle that I found myself in with IBC. Mm -hmm. There's nothing inherently wrong with this. Totally cromulent beer. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine. But it doesn't excel. Right. And Lionbridge, to go back the six blocks south and one block west, or whatever it is, they recently, or rather during the spring put out a beer called Ziva Voda, mm-hmm. which I believe means our water in Czech or whatever language people natively speak that is a dang near a five star Pilsner Wow, uh, Big grove also has they have a few of them actually called one is called five spot, I believe mm-hmm. that was very good, not quite as not quite as crisp as the lion bridge. I feel between. This road trip and an upcoming road trip, we might be able to have a definitive, if not ranking, a definitive mental image on where the Iowa breweries land in our mind. I see. I I feel like these guys and a few of the other uh, locals who we won't be able to uh, review on this tour Mm -hmm. because they don't really can. Right. There's there's a lot of breweries in Cedar Rapids these days, but a few of them I feel like we are not we won't be able to get to because they don't can beer. I mean, maybe there'll be a brewery blowout there in the future, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of their breweries are in the B level. Okay. Yeah. If that makes saying. any sense. Reunion used to be in the B level, but they've definitely jumped up. So it's not out of the question. And I feel like this at least they can get their styles down. Like, this is definitively a pilsner right and it's it's not like it tastes like a light beer or a light lager or whatever they've gotten the idea to style down i th- I just feel like this needs a little tweaking and i'm kind of at a loss of words as to what they could do to fix that what do you think
0: yeah that's the hard part i mean obviously we're obviously playing armchair brewer here I don't know if it's, like, something you can do with the malt to make that pop a little more, um, increase that intensity of the malt a little bit. I feel uh, like
1: it needs more hops.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Or different um, timing of the hops, like, as far Perhaps. as when they're dumped in. Mm-hmm. Like, I think um, a little more, like, zest from the hops would be nice.
1: That's the word.
0: Yeah. Because they just, it kind of lands with a thud a little bit, the hops, and...
1: It's it's got that it's got the grassy notes to it, Mm -hmm. and the uh,
0: the noble earthiness and
1: the noble earthiness, but it is lacking the spice that you had mentioned earlier. Right,
0: right. But I mean, it's 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 not like going outside of the style necessarily. Oh no, it's just um, you can put it in a box a little too much, maybe. I don't know. Hmm.
1: So is it fair to say that we're a little underwhelmed by this one?
0: Little underwhelmed. You know, I wasn't necessarily expecting to be blown away, but. I guess I'm underwhelmed from not being overwhelmed. If that makes any sense.
1: <laughs> no, but I think it kind of makes sense in a not making sense way. Right.
0: So should we should we rate it? I guess. I sure. Let's I let's go for else. it. Yeah. Um. And that's the not. That's tricky too. Cause I I don't know. I guess I need some S R J here because not like.
1: Anyone can rave about something or anyone can just crap all over something. It's very very different matter. When you are trying to just explain why something is middle of the road, right? That's I think for me that's definitely the hardest part.
0: Yeah, I think mm, I think I can rate it. Go for it. Um, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a three. I was thinking maybe going higher, but um, because I've had better pilsners that pop a little more and, and the hops. Both the malts and the hops just do a little more than this one does, mm-hmm. but it's still good. It's not like your straight down the line 2.5 or anything like that. It's perfectly serviceable. It's delicious, but it's just not quite up to other beers, I guess. So yeah, three.
1: Well, for me, Michael, it is a middle of the road 2.5. Mm. Just head to steal the thunder, <laughs> but it's it's fine. It, right. It it doesn't jump out, but it's it's also. It would pass the reach test.
0: Yeah, it would.
1: But I feel for the reasons we've elucidated over the course of this podcast, or at least that we've attempted to elucidate,
0: have shown why it's just one of those, like, eh. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Maybe it's more of a noise than a sentence.
1: (laughs) This is kind of like the instant coffee of Pilsner's. It'll do in a pinch, but it's clearly not right.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. Take that and run with it. The, the instant coffee of Pilsner's. <laughs> You're welcome, America.
0: In any case, it's another one down the gullet. Indeed it is. We are dragon here. <laughs> Usually we're all over the map, but... Before we started drinking it, we were kind of like flight of ideas, and uh, we started drinking and we kind of just, like the car slowed well, down and came to a halt. It's, um, it's
1: amazing what happens when you have a complete lack of focus. Yeah. Um but hit us with those plugs, Michael. Yeah.
0: So check us out on Twitter, Facebook, APM Pod there, email us directly, APMPod at gmail.com. Find us on Untapped where Host Emeritus Mike. Keeps up with all of our readings there. APM pod on that as well. Thanks, Mike. Rate review, subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. Does anybody say that anymore? Podcatcher? I don't know. Uh sure. But yeah, we'll leave it at that.
1: You just said it, Michael.
0: <laughs> so for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Mail. Cheers. Cheers.